Hello, this is Can You Entertainment Podcast. Um, this is Christmas week edition. It's just me again, Nate, on the Can You Podcast. So, uh, just wanted to check in with you guys. I appreciate all the support. I see that the everybody's you know jumping back and listening, and I can't say enough about it because I, I haven't promoted it real heavy. So, um. You know, it's greatly appreciated. I'd like some more feedback and interaction, but I haven't seen much of that yet, which is which is fine. So, anyways, um, right now I just have to share it. It's heavy on my mind, but uh, our boy Kim, uh, who is part of Can You, who is good friend and family, really, uh, earlier this morning, uh, his father passed away. Uh, don't know exactly by what, doesn't really matter, because he was suffering for some time now, so he was, uh, you know, unfortunately today was the day, and didn't get to make it to Christmas, so, uh, just want to give a shout out, and rest in peace to Kim's father, Wynn. So, but, otherwise, um, everything else has actually been really good and smooth, have you gotten your holiday shopping done? I've gotten some done, but you know what? There's going to be some late gifts, and it's unfortunate, but it's just the way the cookie crumbles this year. Maybe you're in the same predicament, too, but i got to tell you, um, it's, it's not that uh, I like it like that, but... You know, look, it's usually for some kids or somebody, right? They're going to get gifts anyways, um, especially if it's nieces and nephews. So don't stress about it. Besides that, who's going to turn down a late gift? Nobody. Um, anyways, I'm not giving an excuse. I'm not trying to make it like, oh, it's cool to do or something, but... If you're in this situation and you didn't mean to, don't beat yourself up too much. People still appreciate it. Uh, especially if you end up sending something that's actually really cool. So, you could send it in a brown box, and if it's the coolest gift they got, man, it's a winner. So, it don't matter. So, yeah, I know it's it's the holiday season. It's frustrating. You're trying to figure out who's next. Uh, there's just a couple days left, unbelievably, this is the 22nd, it's nighttime. it's the West Coast, so by the time anybody's going to hear this, it's going to probably be early morning hours, at best, because I don't know if I'll necessarily get it up here, uh, uploaded tonight, at the latest, y'all get it on Christmas Eve, so either way, uh, Merry Christmas, and even if you're not celebrating happy holidays, whatever you prefer, just enjoy your time, whatever it is that you want to do. Hopefully everybody stays peaceful. <clears throat> I mean, I have to just put it out there because it's like every, every day, every day there's, there's violence. And, I, and it's nothing new. I mean, I, I just have to say that because I think now we're just so exposed and we have the internet and 
stories that wouldn't be known or known, which is fine, it's great, it's good, I mean, but at the same time, it could be, it can make it feel like everything's constantly bad, but, hmm, not necessarily, so, and I say that confidently, uh, if you want to get nerdy about it, go back, look up Walt Whitman, he's a poet, American poet, probably heard of him in school, uh, he has a famous collection called Leaves of Grass, I've yet to sit down and really read it, I have it, it's like 600 pages, I think, I've read, you know, probably about 10 poems out of there at least, so maybe a good couple hundred pages, but it's been a while, anyways, I say this because, what is this related to today, well, what it's related to is this man was... <laughs> He was writing this beautiful poetry in a time that was civil war in America, and he's seeing, you know, dudes with arms chopped off and being fed morphine and having to be stiff, you know, just real rough shit. But he says all this, but he'll make the poem um, just really beautiful, and you don't even really think of what he just saw. I mean, it's really... Um, it's really interesting, so the perspective I got out of that when I, when I first, you know, heard it and realized it, you know, is like, as much as we have bad times, or we get shown those things where it is, where it's a bad time, you know, if you're having a good day, just appreciate it, is I guess what I'm getting down to, so... It doesn't mean that your bad time doesn't have to be some extreme thing like terrorism or any of the thing of the day, anything like that. It could just be a car wreck. It could be a your car not working. It could be a sick child. It could be a number of things. So what I'm saying is when you, we all, I think, I at least I hope, fortunately, but we get a lot of time that's actually, for the most part, good. You're eating you're housed, you may struggle with bills, you may not be making the money you want to make, <clears throat> whatever it is, but um, otherwise, you're pretty much chilling, so when, when we amplify our situation, if, it, if it's a little, excuse me because I'm cooking here, but if it's like you get burnt by while you're turning chicken over or something crazy like that. And then you just go, ah, and then you get all mad. Ah, oh, shit. Speaking of. Hold on. I just dropped it between uh, the broiler and the bottom. Okay, there we go. Got it back. So the, that's where tongs come in handy, but I didn't... Where the fuck... <clears throat> I was using just a big pitchfork and a fucking spoon just to fish the damn thing back out. So yeah, so what I'm saying is like... Oh, the mic. I don't even know which way is up and down. <laughs> Sorry, I'm looking at this app. The recording. So, um... So yeah, what I was going to say is... Don't... Basically life can get mundane, it can get repetitive, you could feel stuck, you could have all these different 
issues, but they're really, in essence, minimal. And if you can get yourself to think in those terms and really clear yourself emotionally, it's not about not knowing it or being aware of it. It's about getting rid of the attachment and making you so much more stressed and um, just worried and uptight. So whatever that is that can get you there, you got to, you know, you got to get there. Um, I don't know. For me, you know, just been it's been through experience because I'm not going to say I was, you know, I, I definitely have had my times where it was everything would get to me too much, especially when you're younger. But at some point, I think it's really just when you go through it and you go through it and you go through it, you then start to understand it better or deal with it better. Now, some people don't know even go through this shit. I have had this, and I'm not putting blame, but you do learn by example or you're around it, but unfortunately, these traits came from my mother. So it took me a while to really realize that you know, I did realize it early on, but you partially don't want to fully accept it, or you still don't realize how deep it can go. Um, so anyways, but yeah, once, once you go through, you know, I'm not going to say you want to keep going through the same thing, but if you happen to be in a tough spot, and it's maybe not grown as much as you want, you just still have to stay on course, look at the overall, you know, perspective, see how you're doing. If it's overall really positive, it's not, like, negative, I mean, you gotta, you gotta draw on that, so, always stay inspired, and, um, you know, find those things that keep you inspired, you know, whether it's stuff you're doing or listening to or reading, just always grab that because what we're going to be fed just on the TV, not to get all like conspiracy or something like that, but, but seriously, like things that were, that are just coming in, whatever it is, the image, the current thing, it's, it can be distracting, and it can it can throw you off. I'm not saying that there's not good TV or anything like that, but, you know, news and things like that can really eat up your, your time if you're not careful. So I'm going to pause for a second, and I'll be back. All right, so still just finishing up the chicken portion here, cooking over here. It's a Tuesday night in the Martoff household. So, there you go, clue. Anyways, but, um, next I gotta figure out the vegetable I'm gonna do. I have broccoli, I got green peppers, I got mixed colored peppers or whatever, I got <clears throat> cabbage, I got frozen vegetables. I'm gonna go the frozen vegetable route because it's gonna be a little simpler and I think it's gonna mix better. And then I'm thinking of Maybe some French fries, just for some fun, but probably not. 
It's funny because when you, I haven't really eaten much, except for earlier today, which I didn't even eat. Like, you know, I don't eat a ton of food at all, but um, I do eat. I don't starve myself. But uh, <laughs> I was gonna say is it's funny because you start cooking and the smells or something. There's something about how you you're not like when you eat your food, you're like, yeah, it's cool, you're eating it and stuff, but you're not like super hungry per se. I mean, every now and then, yeah, of course, you you know, you're really hungry and you want to eat, but something about if you're really cooking a lot, you don't get hungry. I noticed that working in restaurant especially, you know, there was these cooks that, um, I worked in a four-generation a four generation seafood restaurant. It was called Wright Seafood Inn. And I think it probably opened in the 1800s, like the 1890s, I want to say, or something like that, like a turn-of-the-century place. Like, when you see the picture, first of all, this is in a little town called Heidelberg, right outside of Pittsburgh, probably by 8 miles, 10 miles at the most, outside of the city of Pittsburgh, like where you see the Steelers play and shit, downtown, this area is about 8, 10 miles, okay? Just to give you an idea of Pittsburgh, outside of being a city or something, it's a very... um, woodsy city, like, there's a lot of woods, there's a lot of trees, there's a lot of nature, um, there is also your urban decay areas a little bit, but overall, like, even into the downtown, they really, um, you know, it's made over from what it used to be, it's not the still town with big billowing smoke of darkness, (laughs) that was back in the 50s and 60s and stuff, but, um, it's turned into like a beautiful um, city with green, uh, you know, n- nature and so forth. But, anyways, got way off track. <laughs> Don't mind me. So I get <laughs> so so. Anyways, right super in. So I was getting to the cooks that we get sick of the food, and literally to where they couldn't eat food sometimes. And it was like a weird thing, I guess. They said it was common, I guess, when you just cook. And I don't know if it was a seafood thing or something, but it's like they really would just be around so much food they would just get sick of it. It was kind of weird. Not every. I'm trying to think of every last one of them would go through this, but it seemed like it to some regard. I don't know. But, man, this place, we cook good food. Steaks, you know, you name it, shrimp. Lobster, like Maine lobster from Maine, fresh. Um, crab, everything was pretty, pretty fresh. You know, whatever the, you know, whatever was going good at the time price. You know, we had the, you know, uh, the goodies and stuff, the burgers and all those type of things. It wasn't like just fine dining and that's it. You know, they had your, you had your regular stuff too. But everything was... The, the idea was to be really, really top-notch, and they were. Now, when I got there, everybody kind of felt they were in a decline, and it had to do a lot with the owner's wife, or new wife, I guess. Her name was Jan. So, not to throw anybody under the bus, I love all y'all, if anybody ever hears this. 
from the Wright's crew. But, um, me personally, I, I, everything I ever had there, I was, I loved it, but I wasn't a paying customer, and I don't know what they had in the past and how it was, so I don't know if my judgment would be useful, but seriously, it was, today now, looking back, it was really, really good, really good. We got, I got super spoiled, I tell you that, I had free meals pretty much all the time, and I would get away with, like, getting little extras that I wasn't supposed to get, but I was cool with everybody, you know, for the most part, I mean, I had my little spouts with people, but we were all cool, but anyways, getting back to, I think it was just talking about food or something, but, uh, yeah, getting sick of food, like, when you're cooking food, yeah, that was my first seeing, like, people talk about it like that, you know, was these cooks, but, um, Shout out to Wrights, shout out to anybody that's worked in a restaurant. If you've worked in a, if you've worked in, uh, I'd say a good small town restaurant that, that's had history and you have a good, uh, you know, boss and, you know, just that type of, if you've ever had that, you know, shout out because I, I'm very grateful I did, I've had, I've had, uh, a, quite a few different experiences, but that, uh, for restaurant, because that was my only real restaurant experience, that was, <clears throat> actually, and overall, it was really good, and I was washing dishes, that was it, and washing pots, I was just doing that, I did some, some, uh, busboy work, you know, but, um, that was what I did, but, it was fun, it was actually really fun, and hard, it was hard work, too, I don't want to make it like it was a, <laughs> Uh, you know, it's not, not something I'm like, oh, I miss doing that work. No, that was, that was some good work, and I earned every penny, and then some. Everybody, everybody in that facility earned their money, basically. You know, I think I would have, at time at times, at times, dishwasher's always going to feel this way, but at times I deserved a little bit more, but nevertheless no complaints. I'm going to put this on pause one more time, hopefully. Alright. Well, anyways, continuing on, I'm uh, cooking up some frozen green beans. They look pretty good, actually. Yeah, the way they have frozen meals and, not the meals, but the vegetables and this and that, the way they do it, it's so much better than back in the day. The shit, if you cook it up pretty, you know, don't let it sit in your freezer for fucking six months, but if you cook it the first month or so, it's fucking good. It comes out way better than it used to. There's just uh, <clears throat> so many different individual types. Not to get all excited about groceries and shit, but no, it's cool. I just said, you know, look, you've got to appreciate the little small things, you know, like, I'm, okay, I'm going to be 40 in the next year, so maybe I have a little more perspective, if you're in your 20s, you know, I don't know what you're drawing back on, I mean, let's say, okay, you're 25, so that means you were born in, uh, 91, coming up this year, 91, 
90 or 91. Like in this past year, you were born in 90, if you're 25. Okay. So what do you have to draw on? Okay, by five years old, you pretty much, most people pretty much start remembering some shit. So that puts it in 95. Alright, so you may... You'll remember maybe some public enemy in your house, or some MTV. You're going to remember some things like that. You're going to remember um, Barney. I think... Was Barney starting to get big? You know, you're going to remember some Teletubbies. There's going to be those little things like that. So... Alright, so by 2000, now you're 10. And now you're going to start, you know... You pretty much understand, oh, Bill Clinton, you know, the politics, you're, you know, getting all that stuff. So, yeah, you clearly, a 25-year-old really is a young man, a young kid at age 11, maybe just 10, and September 11th just happened. So, that's a, so they're the, they're the last in a sense, the last generation to that will remember it full, like full force in that sense. I mean, you're gonna have like yeah, a kid that's eight, you know, little young, you know, around then. But when it gets younger than that, eh, you don't remember it per se. I'm not saying a four-year-old won't. I'm just saying. <laughs> um, I'm just trying to like put together a thing, so you got that going on, so that's 10, 11, so by the time Obama comes on the scene, you're like turning, yeah, you're turning 18, straight up, that's the 18 year old, that's a trip, so you got the 18 year old, So, yeah, so now, yeah, I mean, when you think, when I think about it, that kid at 25 now, if you're creative with what you're talking about or into, whether you're an author or rapper, yeah, you got, you got some things you could draw on. I mean, that's a, that's a, that's a lot of stuff going on, you know, for me, my generation, Let's see, the same context, or, or timeline, I should say. Uh, by age five, it was like the Iron hostage situation. Jimmy Carter was still in. You know, then Reagan gets shot. I'm like six or seven. Let's see, eight. It's the, it's the LA Olympics in, in LA when I was eight. By age nine, I'm getting into Run DMC, most likely, around that time, 86, for sure, 86, moved back east, yeah, I mean, I could go on and on and, you know, fill in the blanks, but, excuse me, I have this little chronic break, but, basically, it's like, where do you fit on the timeline when you're born versus somebody else? 
and it's it's difficult I've noticed I mean as you get older you just you do think of the familiar things in your life so when there's these different things it I can see how it gets easy to not understand it but for me it's a little different because the way the thing I'm working with youth in terms of entertainment I work around it I work in LA my wife she's very much connected so like it's interesting because I now have this I feel like this I'm not a father technically but I feel like this father in a certain way in terms of knowledge and in terms of um yeah, just knowledge per se. Um, maybe some other things in there, but yeah. So I'm gonna try to circle this back. I might have missed my point, but so it's just it, it, as you as you go on in life, it's just interesting how that happens. Because for me, I was always <clears throat> I'm the youngest in my family. First of all, in my family, I'm also the youngest in my first cousins. I'm born on the same date as my grandmother, and she was born in 1900. So we share that, but she died before I was born, like a year before. So I just missed uh, my grandma Lucille. But I was always used to being around somebody older. like a lot older, not just a little bit, like at least, my sister is almost 10 years older, so at least 10, in terms of intern, in the family, you know, when you get outside of that, yeah, now I got some friends, we're all about the same age, that creates that, now fast forward, get back east, get around my cousins, now I got cousins that are younger than me, and I'm the older one, but I'm first cousin with their fathers. <laughs> it was a weird place. So, the closest I am, I believe, I believe I'm about three or four years, yeah, three or four years close to the oldest of the, the siblings from the first cousin's so I'm within, I think, three or four years of their oldest, and they're, they're girls, women now, of course. <clears throat> I'm trying to figure out which one. I think it's, yeah, I, I think I got it. Don't need to give out the names. Don't mind me. I am a little inebriated in a fun way right now, but it says should be. We, If you're listening, you're probably in a cubicle or a factory, I, I can only imagine where people are listening to podcasts, and I hope that more are listening to podcasts wherever they're at, I think this is, and is right now, it's not even, it is, or it's gonna be, it's, it already is, podcast is the future, and it's so, <laughs> what's amazing, it's so simple, in the sense of, for me it's simple, especially because I've worked in post, uh, I'm sorry, I've worked in music recording, and that encompasses not just the mixing of or whatever, I'm talking recording, setup, teardown, 
mixing, you name it. Um, I've done every facet of recording, essentially, essentially uh, recording and mixing for the most part. Every, I haven't, I haven't been around or sat with mastering, but pretty much every part of that. I've also been around and and currently work in post production and so on and so on. So saying all that, what I'm saying is this medium of podcasting, which is a broadcast format, um, the fact that it's so simple, in a sense, to me especially, because I know complex things that are way more crazy, and this is like nothing. It really is nothing. I mean, if you have a voice or you have an idea out there, please look into podcasting. Really attempt it. And if you don't want to necessarily put it out at first, just record your family. Record a friend talking. Sneak record it. Whatever you got to do, just do it. It's something at the time, maybe you're not going to appreciate or you're going to you're going to be critical of yourself, but don't let that hold you back because later you're going to appreciate it more. And don't just think about that. Your future, whether it's your kids or, or family, they may appreciate it even more than you do. So think about that. And in a second, I got to turn on. Oh, oh, come on. Hold up. Okay, back. Still cooking away here. <laughs> So basically, the chicken, I, uh, let me break it down. So, they're chicken quarters, chicken leg quarters, with the skin on it and everything. I broiled them high, three of them, big fat ones, and then I broiled a fourth one separately because there was just not enough room. So, I also put poultry season on them, um, some sea salt, and this is in the cooking portion, and that was it. And then I put it, I'm put, I have them in the oven right now in a cooking pan with minced garlic spread all the all the way through it, uh, black pepper, and some more poultry seasoning. And that's it. And now I got green beans going with butter and garlic, minced garlic and garlic salt, and they taste great. So it's smelling really good up in here. Just to share that. And I have my little uh, vodka drink right here, so I'm rolling pretty good. Um, anyways, <clears throat> just to keep things rolling along, I'm watching some movie on a bunch of sheep or something. I don't know what this is. Uh, but, um, oh, we just went and saw Star Wars. The big dun-dun-dun Star Wars, yeah. The the Force Awakens or something like that. Anyways, um, this was a screening that I I get a whole bunch of screenings because I'm in the Editor's Guild. So this one was, you know, a nice special private event. No big fancy thing, nothing like that. Just a private theater, essentially. So, um, what can I say? Where do I start, I should say. I'm not going to spoil it. If you haven't heard about it, I'm not going to give details like that. Just generally speaking, though, um, 
they just nailed it as far as I'd say blending the newer technology with the old look. They just made the story nice, like it came back to that it felt like a, the older one. I want to say that it felt, yeah, it had that feel of the older ones, like meaning it had the emotional content, um, but not too much, and it was fun. That's the main thing. I, I said that about the the ones that George Lucas previously recently did that were um, the prequels. They were just so stiff, and, and, and I'm not the only one that complained about that, but they didn't, they had no soul to them, except for, like, the Sith was good, you know, there was moments, but they didn't have that, um, that quality now, 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 don't want to overshadow or overlook this, but, yes, having Harrison Ford and having the original people, that is definitely a great thing they did, and that does give it that extra um, wholeness, but I think that even, I don't want to say completely without, because it definitely, the way that story was built, you needed them, but I feel like the production, even still, was gonna capture that element to it, so, they did the smart thing, that was great to have what they did, you know, everything, C-3PO, Chewbacca, uh, if that's spoiler, sorry, oh well, but that's, I'm not gonna say no more than that, but, um, it, you know, that, um, they just did a great job, I mean, I think that, uh, I think that it, it, it's, 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 to me, it, it'd be kind of hard to hate I really feel that way, like, if you, I don't care if you care less about Star Wars, and I'm not some, I'm not a big junkie on Star Wars, I definitely grew up in that era, and I loved the toys and all that, but quite honestly, the first one, I, I wouldn't have saw the first one when it came out, because I was just like a year old, um, Empire, I think I'd I, I want to say I did see it in the theater, but I may, I may have actually saw it a few years later, you know, and at that time it was, it really sucked because if you missed one of those big movies, I mean, you fucking waited, some of the, like, E.T. and shit, it, dude, we're so spoiled today when it comes to releases, or movies, or TV, or any music, everything, 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 E.T., I think, took, it came out in 82, and I want to say it took, like, not quite 10 years, but close to 10 years to come out on VHS tape, I'm not even bullshitting, like, it took I don't, hey, even if it took five fucking years, can you imagine today, somebody telling you, well, you know, yeah, the new Star Wars is out, that's, you know, hope you enjoy it, go see it, but, uh, you know, we're not going to have that on, we're not going to have that online or anything for another, you know, two years, people lose their fucking mind, 
I mean, they literally, look how people go crazy over, they're going crazy over, uh, people are going crazy over real stupid shit. And that, you have mobs of people that would go crazy if you said, it's going to take two years to come out with the Star, Star Wars, The Force Awakens, or whatever it's called, the new one. Or any, any big movie this, this past year, or going forward, you tell anybody, you tell somebody six months, they might kind of get a little jittery. You know, a year, a year, oh, no, 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 no. You know, two years, oh, what are you talking about? No way, nobody says two years anymore. Anyways, I just want to make that point, because if you didn't grow up in that generation, God bless you. It, <laughs> I'm not going to sit there and like, oh, you missed something for waiting, there was something, look, to, to a degree, to a degree, that's fine, okay, but some of that shit, the waiting time till we got something on video, uh, for a minute, it was crazy, just for certain movies, you know, it was real crazy, but, uh, th those are things you don't, you know, like, you don't miss, those are things you don't miss, you know, just like, just like, uh, for a more recent generation, if you're 25 or 25 to 30, I'll say, you don't miss no fucking modem, you know, dial-up, you probably remember some form of dial-up or something slow, you should, you should, if you don't, God bless you, good for you, you had at least DSL, but what I'm saying is, think of anything, whether it's a whack phone or what, whatever, it's going to get funny because now, if you're growing up with iPhones, so basically, kids from, what, 2005 or so, 2007, around that range, if you were born then, you've grew, you're in the iPhone generation. So most of, basically, by the time you get to a chance, to the point where you, let's see, now, if you're born then, you're let's say 10, 7, or 10 years old, between those age ranges, 8 to 10, like, whatever, 7 to 10, fuck it, uh, you're pretty much in contact with some kind of device at that point, especially now, it's just gonna happen, most likely, so what, if this is whack, oh my god, you know, this is gonna be their whack, think about that, people, think about your best device, best computer that you have right now, and realize that the kid or person born now, or, or is even just a kid right now, this is going to be their wackest device they ever had. So, <laughs> and then by their 20s and 30s, they're going to latch on to something that to them is very good, and then it's going to change again, and they're going to go like, ah, I mean, you're going to, we all can only keep up to some extent, who knows, maybe there's going to be some changes with that, but I'm just, I, I'm just making that point as I'm sitting there babbling on, just think about that, because I, I never really put it in, I never thought of it like that, but this phone I'm speaking on, which is a 5S, it's not even the 6, it's pretty much the 6, but this is way better than, I had the 4 previous, and the 4 was great, I was happy, especially coming from a, um, I think I had a 
track phone or one of those deals. No, not track phone, but uh, Razor. I had the Razor, Motorola Razor. Great phone, flip, you know, but, you know, it ran its fucking course, man. I want to get on, you know, I want to do some things, you know. It was just antiquated getting, you know, but it was otherwise solid phone. Um, so anyways, that being said, it's just crazy. Think about that. Now, whether it's right now we're talking about this or in another couple years, as we get older, there's going to always be some, some generation coming up. That's going to be their whack thing that they're going to remember. Whatever that is, a movie, a song. Anyways. If you're still listening, I appreciate it. I uh, hope I didn't beat you guys down too much. I, I'm trying to keep it interesting, um, especially if it's solo cast, which I don't mind. And tonight, I, it was kind of fun because I uh, kind of ran it a little different than I usually would. But um, I'm going to have to ask you to excuse me one second because I'm going to check my chicken. And I'm serious about that. It's not just bullshitting or being silly. Hold on. All right, there. I'm back. Uh, everything's pretty much done. I'm just cooking the chicken a little extra. I put down the temperature. Um, it's probably just fine right now, but I'm going to make it a little more fall-off-the-bone style, you know? If you do chicken right... Like, I got it covered, I got broiled it, you cover it. There's things, chicken, uh, especially when there's some fat to mess with, it's a fun thing. You don't have to stress about chicken, it's a easy, if you're not a cook, if you're not a cook, just start messing with chicken, make sure it has fat on it. You'll get good at some, you know, you, you, you'll get your game up, and then you start learning, oh, okay. You know, start figuring out with chicken. Chicken's a great meat to start with. You know, steak. Uh, steak, it's funny. You gotta start, you know, you gotta learn the cuts. You can do anything you want with steak. You just gotta know which one's gonna be better. But basically, with any meat, all you gotta look at How's the fat looking? If there's some fat in it, that's going to help you out in your cooking, no matter what it is. If there isn't fat in it, there's ways to deal with it. So, I'm not going to give you more than that tonight. i got to keep you guys on a leash. Um, anyways, if you're listening to this on my uh, official podcast site, which is canyou.podbean.com, that's K-A-N-U.podbean, P-O-D-B-E-A-N.com. Otherwise, uh, we're also on iTunes, we're on Stitcher, we are on uh, TuneIn Radio, and that's Can You Entertainment. If you look up K-A-N-U Entertainment, you will find us on all of those platforms. So, please, share with everybody. Please rate us. I hope you enjoyed. Um, if you want to follow me on Twitter, it's at 
Nate in LA one, and that's N A T E N I N L A one, <laughs> or look up Crash, you'll find me. Um, and if you're you know wherever you you just just really put some effort into it. Quit being such a baby. But uh, that's it. Good night.